When the disciples come to him tired, he does not say, go away from me and get yourself together. Come back and then I can use you. He says, come away with. The day is coming and you don't know the day or the hour. Neither do I when we're going to have to stand before him and give an account for how we handled what he had entrusted to us. I'm asking you tonight, how are you handling your assignment? Because young women, if you think that you're young because of your age, listen to me. If you're 20 but you only have till 30, you're pretty old. If you're 50 and you're gonna live until 100, then you're pretty young. Age is just a number, my friend, and you and I cannot qualify young or old based, birth, based on our, our birth date. It's based on our death date, and since we don't know when that day is, that I implore you, sisters, by the mercies of God, to walk in a manner worthy of the calling by which you have been called. Because listen, I don't know about y'all, but when I see him face to face, I'm looking for a well done. I'm looking for well done. When I see him, he will not ask me how many Instagram followers I had. He will not wonder whether or not folks liked my post. He will not be interested in whether or not my selfies were perfectly lit. He will ask me, did I know his son? And then I will give an account So the disciples, they come and they give an account to Jesus. I wondered if there was a recipe for effective ministry. Because if these guys were willing to come and look Jesus in his face and give an account, I figured there might be a recipe for us for effective ministry. I'm interested. Anybody interested? There are three ingredients to the recipe. Luke chapter 9, verse 1, it says, he called them. He called them. And his calling superseded any personal ambition that they had. They laid down whatever they were going to do because they heard the call of God beckoning them to do something else. The beautiful thing about that entire picture is that all of the glory of God the Father, all of the glory of heaven was packaged in human flesh. Jesus wanted so much, God the Father wanted so much to make sure that he could speak and so that humanity could hear that he left his throne in glory, put on flesh so that the disciples could hear his call. And in the same way, he has given us the Holy Spirit so that each and every one of us have the privilege to hear the calling of God on our lives. The conviction, the unction, the pressing, the fire that is shut up in your bones, sending you in a particular direction. Heed the call of God on your lives. Then they were not just called. I love so much that before he skips to the third uh, ingredient in the recipe, sending them. I love that before we get to the third one, there's that second one. He did not just call, but then he gave them power and authority. It means that what he was calling them to do, he was simultaneously equipping them with supernatural power to be able to pull it off. 
So it's good news for anybody in the room that you feel like you've got a dream that is way over your head. You've been called to do something you don't have the money for, you don't have the time for, you don't have the patience for, you don't have the gifting for, you don't have the talent for, you don't have the connections for. The good thing and the great thing about our God is that he does not call people who are already equipped. He calls you. And then for the people that say yes, he equips them with what they need for the calling. He entrusted them with power and authority. And can I tell you why this is important? This is important because in order to accomplish supernatural tasks, you have to have supernatural capacity. In other words, you can be the most talented person in the world, but if you go in your own strength and power, you still won't be able to accomplish the God calling on your life. It requires what it is that only God himself can give to you to accomplish the task. Ooh, the enemy hopes you will go in your own power. He hopes you will think you are flashy enough and savvy enough and talented enough and impressive enough so that you will no longer lean on God instead of leaning to your own understanding. But it is not by power and it is not by might, it is by the Spirit of God. And some trust in horses, other folks trust in chariots, but not us. We trust in the name of the Lord our God. So he called them and then he entrusted them, he gave them some treasure and then he sent them. He's the one who did the sending. Resist the urge to send yourself. To do something that it is not yet time for. Because just as important as our calling is, that is equally as important as the timing is in which that calling is outworked in our lives. And if you go too soon, you might, if you, if you give birth too soon to that which God is trying to produce through you, you might abort what it is that he's trying to accomplish in you. The spiritual backbone, the fortification that he was trying to establish in you so that you could handle the spotlight when it hits you. Because listen, that spotlight that you may be craving, if it hits you and you have no character, it will burn you to a crisp. So he called them. He entrusted them. He sent them out and they returned to him and gave an account. They were tired. The disciples had been given it everything they had. And I know there are some of you in the room and you would admit that you haven't done it perf perfectly, but man, you've sure been purposeful. You've been intentional about this marriage. You've been giving it everything you've got. You've been intentional about that teenager. You've been giving that kid everything you've got. This toddler that has this specific bent or this specific issue that you've been doing everything you can, going to see every expert that you can, reading everything that you can to be the best that you can. As a mother, single mother, you've been giving it everything that you've got, working the jobs that you've got to work to keep food on the table. You've been giving that business, that ministry, that endeavor, everything that you have, and you, the disciples, are tired. The good news about Jesus is that when the disciples come to him tired, he does not say, go away from me and get yourself together. 
come back and then I can use you. He says, come away with me. In other words, listen, the cure for your exhaustion is intimacy with Jesus. That's the cure, y'all. I'm saying, I agree, take the holiday, take the vacation, tell them you need a little sabbatical, you gotta step back for just a little bit, you need a little margin in your life, take the holiday, but don't take a holiday from Jesus. Don't take the sabbatical from your relationship with the Lord. Prayer shouldn't exit your schedule because these are your rest days. You still need to be the deer that pants after the water. Your soul has still got to be replenished and can only be replenished when you have intimacy with Him. And you're trying to figure out, Lord, you told me that I was going to be replenished. You told me that I was going to be re refreshed. You told me that you had something that you wanted to give to me. Why would you take me here to this place where I'm being pressed down by a multitude of issues and concerns and frustrations? There's something overwhelming me that is bigger than what I feel like I have the capacity to handle, why would you bring me here? This tells us that the story of the feeding of the 5,000 is not just about the 5,000. It's also about the disciples. It's not just about the multitude getting fed, it's about the disciples being fed physically, spiritually, emotionally. And it tells us that the five loaves and the two fish are the gift to the multitude. But it's the multitude that's the gift to the disciples. Because the multitude is what's going to make them have to finally open up their drawer, pull out the treasure that they would have otherwise ignored, place it in the hands of a multiplying master who's gonna show them what it looks like when he takes their little bit and makes it a lot. There is no replenishing like watching God multiply your loaves and fish. <laughs> 